0: Hello again everybody and welcome back to Truck Tales. I'm Anne-Marie Eigner and we have a bunch of big news this week as we lead into the holiday season. Um, Some of the sad news is that of course the pandemic continues and we're horrified by the death toll and and saddened by the state of the country, regardless of which side you're on. Um, But we are continuing and we are trying to pivot our business And um, my business partner, Janet Prensky, joins us. Hey. We've been running um, Food Truck Festivals of America and Agnoprensky Marketing for the last 30 years. Food Truck Festivals for the last 12 years. Um, And um, we had some big news this week. We sold the festival company.
1: The festival side of the company. The
0: festival side of the company. Our new uh, website and our new name is Food Truck Ventures. But Food Truck Festivals of America will continue under a new owner. Um, And so feel free to continue communicating there. Find out what his schedule is going to be for 2021. He intends to do some festivals. So we wish him nothing but the very best. He is a former employee um, who um, really wanted to take over the festivals. However, we are still doing our thing with uh, two divisions under Food Truck Ventures. Uh, one is the catering division that Janet runs, and that's going extremely well,
1: huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Food truck to go, uh, which you can find at foodtrucks2go dot com, and uh, that's the number two. And uh, basically, it's corporate catering, and it's been really doing well because a lot of companies a uh, want to welcome back their staff with something special because obviously COVID has kept uh, people remote for so long. And b, if you want to be safe uh being outdoors and having uh, the ability to order, pick up your food and go back inside or eat outside uh, is' fantastic again during this pandemic. Food trucks have really been a godsend uh, for companies and for block parties holiday and parties holiday parties, which is going to be obviously we're in that upon season us, yeah? right. And we're seeing a lot of interest from both the corporate and the private end because, again, there aren't many it's, choices. It's and resta- not like you're going to go out to, well, you might, but most people are not going to go out to a restaurant like they would for the well, holidays. And, and the
0: restrictions in uh, throughout the country <clears throat> uh, uh, pertaining to, to restaurants, outdoor and indoor eating, are changing constantly uh, based on the pandemic numbers.
1: Yeah. So the food trucks really just offer the ability to do takeout. Uh, and it's takeout, you know, kind of driven right to your block and, and made fresh for you. So it it's better than necessarily always getting that takeout pizza from uh, 20 minutes away. That Nothing might be wrong with to, that pizza. I don't love that pizza. <laughs> but uh, sometimes it's nice Just to have another, another option. And uh, so again, that's food trucks number two go.com. If you're thinking of having a food truck come to your block, or having a uh, for a block party, or having a food truck come to your company, uh, we'll take care of you. It's
0: it's our catering division with food trucks, um, but our um, truck food truck d- request a truck division is still called Neighborhood Streets, um, and we are still operating that. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, it's going well as well, and we are pivoting. We are now working with PTAs and PTOS and other nonprofits, basically adding a surcharge onto each meal that is ordered by the customer, but it gives each person the option to also contribute to their school. And since fundraising is so limited now, especially for schools, we, um, we're finding that we really um, are, are an extremely good option for PTOs. And if anybody is interested, we would invite them to um, write to me Anne Marie, A-N-N-E-M-A-R-I-E at foodtruckventures.com or go on our website, foodtruckventures.com uh, and request a truck there and uh, we're happy to respond. But you're um,
1: not just doing charity. No, no, They're we're still doing <clears throat> right? People can still get a truck to of come course, to their neighborhood.
0: They can still order, um, still request a truck to come to the neighborhood as long as they also understand that uh, they have to make sure that their order, their neighbors order enough and that they've talked to their neighbors uh, before they uh, they proceed.
1: And I noticed that you've been having a few apartment uh, and office building type of uh, outreach where you uh, they've come to you and said, listen, I've got a... 400 or 200 people living in my apartments. We'd love to have a food truck come by once a week or once a month. And that's also been an interesting uh, solution for dining for people who are just getting a little tired of eating their own food. Same old, all the same, time. old. Yeah. same old. Same old, same yeah.
0: old. Yes, that's also a great option. We just want to warn people that there is a commitment that you make when you request a truck. In order for a food truck to come, uh and, and 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 all the orders are 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 done online in advance so the truck does know how many orders he or she will have and if they're not enough to cover his or her uh costs her his staff costs his um food, food costs gasoline travel costs um, he will cancel the night before, so just important to understand that it's not just the truck shows up and Vens, you know. And does so, what money. do you
1: look for? You look for thirty or forty people to order a couple of items. Correct. To, yes.
0: Sixty, seventy yeah. meals. Yeah. need to be ordered, and most people don't order one meal just for themselves anyway. So it's thirty, forty people. Yeah.
1: So it's a couple uh, right. of blocks. If it's a neighborhood, it's a couple of blocks. Maybe ordering some dinner, and if it's an apartment complex with you know four hundred people living there, you only need a quarter of them to order something. But the word just your your goal, I know, is always to figure out a way to get the word out to the area so that people do pre-order and the truck is happy to come and everybody. It's a win-win. What totally, so, I've heard of those. Those win-wins.
0: Whether you're interested in a in a PTO program fundraising program. Uh, or whether you're interested in having uh, uh, some trucks in your neighborhood, we'd love to hear from you at foodtruckventures.com or Anne-Marie, Anne Marie, A N N E M A R I E, at foodtruckventures.com. Uh, I am Anne Marie Eigner. You're listening to Food Truck Ventures uh, podcast, which is called Truck Tales, and we'll be right back. Well, this is Anne Marie Eigner at Food Truck Ventures at Neighborhood Streets. We're based in Boston. Um, But we do talk to people around the country and certainly at this time of year, we want to remind ourselves, of course, despite what's going on around the world and and certainly there are a lot of very severe, very serious issues that we're dealing with. um, We also have to stop and remember what we're grateful for and what we're thankful for. I know um, in particular... Uh, I am extremely grateful for my family, my friends, uh, my ability, my health, even though to some extent it's compromised here and there. Um, But I am very grateful for the uh, people that I work with and a lot of the food trucks that we're able to work with, um, even though I know that the industry is suffering tremendously. Um, But it also helps to speak to other people uh, about, about programs that do help other people. And um, we're lucky to now have with us and joining with us Tessa Houston from Denver, Colorado, um, about a program that we bumped into called Work Options for Women. But the part of it that we were extremely interested in was that they run something called the Helping Hen Food Truck. Welcome, Tessa. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thanks so much for having me. Well, tell, me,
0: tell us a little bit about the Work Options for Women and the, the Helping Hen Food Truck.
2: Sure. Uh, Work Options for Women has been around since 1997 here in Denver, and um, we are a culinary job training program. So we are employment-focused. We provide entry-level culinary skills uh, training with professional chefs, as well as wraparound services, um, what some people might think of as case management. Um, So we help our students find housing if they need housing we help them figure out their childcare. all of the things that create these barriers to holding down a, a job um we help them overcome those barriers and also help them build the confidence to uh become sustainably employed in the food service industry is it just is it
0: just for women
2: no so we started off as a women's program but um very shortly after our start realized that obviously there are men who would benefit from our program and as the years went on um, we've accepted more and more um, we, we now say we accept all gender identities and expressions basically so uh, uh-huh. it is definitely not just for women um, And it's been kind of interesting actually during COVID because we're finding that uh, more and more women are unable to attend our program um, because they're having to be home with kids who are not, you know, who are distance learning and
0: things like that. It's a a universal challenge for sure.
2: And so right now we we actually have more men than ever in our program, so.
0: And how do you get your students?
2: Our students come through uh, community partners is is probably the best way to describe it. So, um we our main training center is in the Denver Human Services building. And so a lot of our referrals come through Denver Human Services, um as well as our other community partners, other nonprofit organizations who are providing services in Denver will um you know refer their clients to us.
0: And so how, once a uh, so a student comes to you and applies, or, or a prospect comes to you and applies, um, I'd like a little bit more information about who they are. Are they are they stu- actual students? Are they people who've graduated and are reentering the work world? And once you've helped them, trained them or retrained them or given them some skills, what happens then?
2: Um, yeah, so they, typically our students are adults. Well, they're only adults. We don't train uh, anyone under 18. Uh, yet. (laughs) I'm sure someday we might. Um, I think, um, you know, a majority of our folks are uh, living, um, you know, in uh, either either experiencing homelessness, um, or have experienced homelessness. Uh, They, um, a lot of our students um, are coming out of domestic violence situations. And uh, many of our students are uh, justice involved individuals.
0: So we're all thinking about the holidays and how to get through it. Um, It's obviously gonna be a little different this year than it has been in the past. Uh, But I started thinking about um, what a non-traditional Thanksgiving might look like. We all know about the turkey, et cetera, uh, and and the trimmings. But I thought I'd go back to one of my OGs, original gangsters from the food truck world who started with us uh, on festivals, what, 11, 12 years ago, Avi? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, hard to believe, time has flown right by. Avi Shenta who uh, um, runs the Chubby Chickpea food trucks in uh, the greater Boston area, but has also just opened his second brick and mortar?
3: That's right, yeah. Yeah, we Tell opened us- Al Esh yesterday, which is a, um, we're calling it Israeli-inspired Southern barbecue. And it's my, my second restaurant after my, our flagship, which is Simcha, um, which is actually just two doors down, both in uh, suburban, in the, in the Boston suburbs.
0: What is, what is Southern inspired bar- Israeli-inspired
3: is ra- is really Southern barbecue. So we have a pit master as part of the project who is an award-winning uh, pit master. All of his barbecue is, you know, truly authentic Southern barbecue. And what we, what myself and my co-executive chef Kyle Crucius have brought to the table are really like our Israeli spices, interesting takes on sides. You know, for example, we don't do a traditional macaroni and cheese. We do a couscous macaroni and cheese, which is, you know, it's funny. On the, we're, we're talking about Thanksgiving here. Simca has a, a Thanksgiving menu available for pickup. And uh, the couscous mac is is like in a very Israeli take on macaroni and cheese that we, that we do there. Um. Uh, and that's definitely on my Thanksgiving table for sure.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about what's on your Thanksgiving table, because I I came to you and thought of you uh, because of the Mediterranean cuisine that you're so expert at. But what does a Shenthoff um, uh, Thanksgiving look like or a traditional sort of Mediterranean Thanksgiving look like?
3: Right. So for me, like you know, I think I'm unique in in that, like my dad who's from Israel, but my mom is from like salt of the earth outside of Buffalo. So there's definitely, there's definitely some traditional stuff on our table, but as far as like the non-traditional Mediterranean type stuff is Israelis and, and Middle Easterners, I think in general, eat like a very, uh, like small plate type meal all the time. And so Thanksgiving's perfect for that. I think usually the American side of my family just turns big plates into small plates. Um, but the Israeli side, like, we've got little, like, we've got, like, a little pepper salad that, uh, we, that's called matbucha. Um, and that's just something, like, that's sort of always on the table, for sure, hummus. Um, but as far as, like, what's really Thanksgiving-y, thanksgiving for us, we Israelis eat a lot of sweet potato. But we eat sweet potato in a way more savory way than, than like, traditionally here in the States. So we eat, like, a, a spicy roasted sweet potato. Um, almost as like a salad. Um, and to me, like that's a very Thanksgiving dish for, for me personally. And then probably the thing that's like the most unique that you'd never see on an American Thanksgiving what, what table.
0: Is, what is your protein? If Do you do turkey? Do you do some other type of protein? Not, so
3: that's what I was gonna say, is we, all, we always have turkey for sure, but then we also do lamb. And I think like the thing that's really not gonna be seen on an American table that we do is, we, is we'll have like a spicy fish. Uh, so, you know, obviously, like no one thinks of Thanksgiving as fish, but for us, like as a family holiday, fishes are always sort of on because we eat it in courses a lot of times for, for Jewish holidays and fish is always like the second course. So at Thanksgiving, we don't course it out, but there's always like a spicy white fish in, in a red tomato sauce on our table. And it's weird. Like, obviously, that's a, a Thanksgiving memory and a food memory I have that none of my friends would have.
0: If we didn't have a pandemic, I might have to drop in, obviously. So.
3: For sure. Yeah. Last year, last year, any,
0: any of, I'm sorry.
3: Oh, last year. Yeah. We just sort of put it out there. We did it at my, at my new restaurant at the time. And we just sort of told people like, I'll be here with 16 family members. Anybody that doesn't have a place to go, you're welcome. And we had like five or six people take us up on it. And obviously this year, like that's something that not enough people are thinking about is folks. Like, hopefully I've seen a lot of programs out there. I'm involved in a few where people are going to, going to solve the food aspect of that. But the community aspect of that, there's gonna be a lot of people eating alone this year. Um, you know, and that, that's something that I think is hard for a lot of people, especially people that lost someone, you know, even in the last nine months to the pandemic. Um, you know, imagine older couples where one person is gone and, uh, and now they're gonna have Thanksgiving. Not, not, not just, a lot of us are upset, like we're not gonna have it with our families. And, but imagine somebody who's having to have it alone in that situation and it's unfortunate. Tough Uh, times,
0: very, very tough and very, very sad times. Avi, tell people uh, who are listening um, either how they can get in touch with you or how they can find some of your recipes that you talked about or how they can help out some of the charities that you are helping out.
3: Yeah, so the the most important part of that, I think, is how to help out the charities that we're involved in. No Kid Hungry is an unbelievable organization. Um, They're easy to find. Just go to their website, No Kid Hungry. a, a lot of the specific programs I'm doing are, are local to the, to the Sharon mass uh, area. I'm easy to find on Facebook, Avi Shemto. There's not a lot of us, um, but. Spell, spell your the,
0: last name, Avi, spell your last name.
3: Sure. It's S H E M as in Mary T is in Tom O V as in Victor. And then um, as far as the businesses go, and whatnot, um, the Simca cookbook will actually be out from cider mill press this spring. Um, that'll be in every store in America. It'll be on Amazon. Uh, we'll be selling it at all our locations so that's going to have a lot of these recipes in it and then the you know as far as the restaurants themselves on social media everything at simcha restaurant everything at the chubby chickpea and everything at um ash barbecue so and alash.com restaurant.com, the chubby chickpea.com those are the brands that i've got um going on with food right now and uh, it would be amazing if people checked it out
0: well, we're grateful for your time. I'm gonna have to give some thought to some of those recipes you've alluded to.
3: Yeah, um, make some spicy potatoes. <laughs> sorry? Make some spicy sweet potatoes. Oh,
0: sounds great. I'll have to check with you on the recipe for sure. I got Thanks, you. Avi Shenta from, uh, from the greater Boston area, at a couple of restaurants, great food trucks. Um, we've been working together for many, many years. And uh, I wish you and your family and your staff Uh, A very safe and healthy and sane Thanksgiving.
3: Thank you very much.
0: Bye-bye. You've been listening to Truck Tales. I'm Anne-Marie Eigner. Truck Tales is a product of Food Truck Ventures, formerly Food Truck Festivals of America. We wish all of our listeners, and even those who are not listening, uh, the, the safest and the healthiest possible holiday season Please wear a mask. Please wear a mask, no matter what. Please wear a mask. You wear a seatbelt, so wear a mask. The life you save may be your own, but certainly you'll also be saving the, the, the health of those around you. Again, our very best for the holidays. We hope you'll stay safe, and we hope you'll join us for our next podcast, and we hope you'll stay tuned.